Welcome back to Younger, Smarter, Better. Today, we'll be looking at choosing the habit that's right for you and why not every habit that you read about you should apply to your own life. Let's dig right in. So starting off, I've had a, I've tried a lot of different habits out, and I think that when you're trying to build a habit or a routine, you should really go through and you should experiment with a lot of different habits, but you'll find that a lot of them just don't fit for your life, and that's kind of what I found out when I was first starting out with building habits is I was trying things like, you know, cold showers. I, I've been doing and I've been continuing to do morning runs. I've enjoyed those for the most part. The cold showers, not so much. There's other ways of getting the same benefit from the habit. I've tried different types of medita- medicate, meditations and, you know, um, I found those, they're really interesting. Part of the reason that it takes a while to get into some of these habits is because that the benefit is kind of delayed. It takes like with um, meditating, it takes like roughly 30 days to get the full effect of the benefits from it, from being able to step back in normal everyday situations. I was able to get some of those benefits briefly, but not enough for me to want to continue the habit long term. And Part of that being that, you know, it was just, it's, it's, a, it's actually like, it's, it starts out being a chore when you're trying to build a habit. And that's kind of the problem when you're trying to, you want to find the habit that's right for you that doesn't feel like a chore all the time. Granted, there will be some days and on your rough days where it'll feel like a chore. And some of those days, you just need to take a rest and take a break. And that makes complete sense. Part of the reason that a lot of people don't stick with their habits is because they try to stick to a too rigid schedule of either I'm doing it every single day for the rest of my life or I'm not doing it ever again. And that's part of you can't just say it's all or nothing. You got to be able to be flexible with your life because life takes a lot of twisty turns, let me tell you. (laughs) And so that was one of the big things. The first thing that I would say, tip number one, would be make sure that the habit you choose is right for you. And so when you're going through and reading a lot of different things, you'll see all these different habits listed like drink orange juice after brushing your teeth to wake up in the morning. There's other things like take cold showers to wake up in the morning. All these different things like here's 50 different habits to wake up in the morning. You don't need to do all 50 habits. That's not not the point. The point is finding what works for you. If you don't like drinking orange juice after, you know, brushing your teeth to wake up in the morning, there's other ways to get the same benefit. And... To go through and do that, the first step that I would say is write down the habits that you are currently doing now in your daily life. Once you write down all those habits, you can figure out and write down right next to those habits on the list of habits that you have written down. Write down what you what you think is a good habit that you are that you have, or what you think is a, a bad habit that you should probably take away. So maybe when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is check your email. Maybe that's something you don't want to do because you don't want to wake up with the stress of having to go through that to-do list in the mornings. Maybe you should wake up and just like open a window and look outside or get a glass of water, take a shower, something else, some other habit that you want to build. This is going to be the process of finding that habit and deciding what habits are going to be right for you. So the first step, writing down all the habits you do now and if they're a good or bad habit. Next step would be go through identifying good or bad habit. Third step would be start charting to like eliminate the habits or not just eliminating the bad habits, but looking for habits that you can replace. So you say, wake up in the morning, first thing you do is you check your email, you replace that with something else because you can't, the, the thing with habits is it's a habitual thing that you do repeatedly in a routine that your brain just once you get the cue, you just kind of automatically do it, which is why you need to replace it. You can't really 
ever eliminate a habit. Once it's instilled, it's instilled, and it's it's still going to keep in your brain. It's still ingrained into your brain, which is why you need to find a replacement. You go to the same cue, which is waking up in the morning, hearing your alarm, and you change the routine. So you go from waking up in the morning, and instead of picking up your phone, instead you go to the bathroom and brush your teeth. You change the routine and how what you do immediately after you get the cue to whatever habit you're trying to build. And when you're going through your list of habits, your positive and negative habits, look and see if there's question question those habits. Is there a better way to do or get that benefit out of that habit? Is there a better way to do whatever habit you've been doing? Is there a better way to check your email in the morning? Could you do it after you know, after you take a shower, brush your teeth, or you have your morning coffee or whatever. Is there a better way to do that? Question that process. And that brings us on to our, our second step, which is kind of, it's a really interesting way. When you're deciding what habits you want to have in your life or what your routine, your daily standard routine looks like, you want to kind of bring in what you want to be in the future. So say in the future, you want to be a writer. You want to have written many books read so many other books and you want to be like a consistent writer and something like that right so the first thing you want to do is you say that's what i want to be in the future and then what you do is you see you break down where that is kind of like a goal you want to be a writer in the future you want to have a book written in the future what does it take to get to that point right what does a writer do every day well they write they edit They look for inspiration for their books. They do these sorts of different things, right? And then you take those things that that person that you want to become does and you turn them into habits. So you start looking and seeing if I want to be a professional gamer or something of that sort, then I want to take the habits that they do, that they do training every day or that they do research and strategies, and you take that and you incorporate it into your daily life. And that's kind of one of the second steps is look into your future and take what you want to become and then bring those habits into today because those habits will really push you forward to become the person you want to become. So every time you do that habit, it will further instill the idea that you are a writer, you are a professional gamer, some sort of sense that it brings the identity to future. It brings the identity to your present, and it really like instills that you are that person. You begin to believe that. So identities are one of the one of the bigger, the more vague things that you can say. Like I want to be a writer, and then you can break down those habits. But say you have other things. It's not necessarily an identity, but rather you have a goal. Let's say you have a goal to exercise for a certain amount of time a day, right? You can take that exercise goal and you turn your goal into a habit. One of the One of the quotes that really stuck with me when reading um, the book Atomic Habits from James Clear, one of the ones that really stuck out to me was, you don't rise to the level of your goals. Rather, you fall to the level of your systems. And that really stuck with me because I was looking at all of my life and all my goals through how high I could set those goals and how much I could work towards reaching them. But I never set up any systems, anything that I would do on a consistent basis. Even if it was just like reading a few pages a day or something of that sort, I never sat down and came up with a system for accomplishing that goal. I just had the goal as the big thing, and then every couple of days, maybe I'd, I'd spend a couple hours, and I really worked hard towards that goal, but then there would be some days where I couldn't do that. And then the goal would slowly fade away because there was nothing consistent going towards that goal. When you turn your goals 
into habits, you have that consistency of working towards it, which is really consistency and persistence are two of the biggest parts of accomplishing a goal. And so what we're doing is we're taking our goals, like saying reading 100 books. That's one of my personal goals. And we break it down to something you can do consistently, consistently every single day and make it easy to do every single day. Something like reading a few pages. See, I can spend 5, 10 minutes and read like two or three pages of a book. Granted, it's not 30 pages. It's not a chapter a day. It's not like I'm reading a full book a day. But it's something small that I can do consistently every single day. It doesn't matter what day it is, if it's a bad day or a good day, I've got five minutes where I can sit down and read a book. And it can only be, it doesn't even have to be more than five, ten pages. It can be just to two minutes. Keep your, keep your habits, keep it down to about two minutes because that's the easiest way for you to get started. And then when you're looking at it from a perspective, if you're like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I don't have time to read 30 pages today. Two minutes, you're like, you know what? It's only two minutes. I can do this when I'm waiting for somebody that's in the grocery store or in the bathroom. Like, it's something easy you can do. So when I was going through and some of the habits that I started to try and create and build into an everyday is I had a lot of goals. One of the things that I did was for 90 days, I set up a tracker sheet. And this tracker sheet tracked everything in very specific detail. I had my weight down to the uh, tenth per what is it? Tenth percent the down to the tenth. I had my weight down to the tenth of a pound. I had how many pages I was reading towards all of the books that I was reading. My goals. I had a list of all the books, breaking down the books pages into how many pages per day to read a book in a week. I was trying to read a book a week and try to get through a hundred books. I had so many different things going on at the same time. I was trying to read. Bible books, other sort of like self-help books and other things, things that I've written reviews on. And then I was also trying to run and exercise daily, intermittent fasting. I was trying to get a more consistent sleep schedule. I was tracking so many different variables for such a long time. I did it for 90 days, which really instilled the habit of tracking. Of course, there were some days where I wasn't able to keep it up. But the thing that I learned through it all is that it was a lot of extra effort to go through that detail of tracking all of those minute little nuanced little progress but it kept me on track so keep building the habit of tracking for me i thought it was really good to have that habit of tracking but the thing that i found was that maybe tracking to the tenth of a pound isn't the right thing or the right way that habit that i want to build maybe just tracking if i check my weight today and so that kind of evolved over to what I do today, which is I just have a little pocket-sized notebook that I carry around with me. And what I do is I have the habit listed, and I have an X or no X if I did it for that day. So if I, like, I, in my morning routine is wake up, go on a run, shower, drink water, weigh myself. And if I do those things, then I mark off X, which when I get into my morning routine, I normally go through all of the four or five through four or five six things that I do every single day and so it makes it really easy for me to go one thing to the next if I'm doing one thing if I'm waking up and I'm going on a run in the morning I'm also going to drink water I'm also going to go into the shower I'm also going to weigh myself all those things happen together they've been kind of bundled as my morning routine then after that I've started to really really take the quote of breaking down my goal with YSB and I turned it into a system I wanted to just say you know I don't want to just say 
make 30 episodes a year. I wanted to break that down into a system, something I could do every single day. So I said I wanted to spend one focused hour of work every single day for YSB because that's something consistent and something I can actually make progress towards. Granted, it's not as much progress if I were to sit down and work an entire day on YSB, but it's something I can do consistently and see little progress, and which is really what you're, when you're trying to build and choose, when you're trying to choose what habit you want to build, breaking down your goals, really important thing, and breaking, turning into systems, super important, because it's all about the little progress. Everyone's like, you know, it's the little progress that over time you can really start to appreciate, but making huge strides haphazardly and kind of randomly won't get you very far. Because if you can only work like five hours a day every couple of days, that's not consistent. And there will be some times where deadlines will pop up or other things will come up where that day that you were planning on working towards that goal will suddenly be taken up by a family matter. But having it on a consistent basis, doing a small amount of consistent basis, when life pops up and gets in the way, you know, it doesn't take that much out of your goal. Because, like, if I were to say, you know, I've had one or two days, one or two, three days in the past couple of weeks where I haven't been able to keep up with all my goals, but it didn't cost me a lot because it was only, like, one hour or only a few pages. So the cost of not doing your habit and not keeping up with it goes down when you have less and less that you're trying to do on a consistent basis. Granted, when you're trying to go through and progress, say you're trying to read a book a month, maybe you have to read more pages. So you have to find that balance. When you're trying to build a habit, you're trying to find the balance between how much progress you can make every day and having it as minimal as possible so that it's less stress and so that when things pop up, which they inevitably will. That's how life works. Life gets in the way. So when life gets in the way, you want to make sure that there's the minimal impact on your progress. But at the same time, you don't want to completely block out life because there's so much There's so much good things in life and there's so many different opportunities and friendships and things that you should really take advantage of. And I say take advantage of in just like, you know, enjoy your life and don't just work solely on your goals, which is more advice for me because, you know, I work restlessly on all of my goals and hide in work instead of go outside because sunshine. Anyway, to that point, you know, breaking down those habits into little bits and when you decide what habit you're going to build, making sure that it's feasible is really important part. But also making sure that it's in line with what you want. You really have to, when you're trying to build and decide, mostly deciding, when you're trying to decide what habit you want to build, you really have to question what is it that this habit is giving me? If I'm doing this on a consistent basis, what am I getting out of it? What is the benefit for me? Why would I want to do this? Do I enjoy this habit? These are the different questions you kind of have to sit down and you have to ask yourself because you have to think about it. Like, you don't want to just add any old random habit that a book tells you because books are really tailored to specific types of people that want to build those groups of habit. But not every habit you read about is for you. And that's kind of like, the whole point, right? You know, there's a list of like seven habits for highly effective people. Those are more feasible habits that most people can keep up with, but not everyone is able to keep up with all seven of those habits. And there's other books that you read about like coaching habits that some, some of the habit books that I've read about where some of them just didn't make sense for my life. And that's really a question you have to ask for yourself. Does this make sense for my life? 
And that takes a lot of like intelligence and responsibility to know what is going to happen in your life because you, you have to think about it, right? There's You have to think of the inevitable situation, which is what happens if it doesn't go through? What happens if life gets in the way? Because it does. And it's not that life gets in the way. It's rather that you have to take advantage of living your life today because if you don't, then it just kind of withers away. And that's something that also plays into effect when trying to choose and decide what habit you're trying to build. What is the life you want to have? Because habits are really towards building a lifestyle and building an identity for yourself, building what accomplishments. Choosing a goal really chooses what life you're having in the future. So really going through this process is choosing what you want to have in the future and then slowly building up to that point. If you want to have you know, a successful retirement fund, then you have to break the habit down of putting money set aside or choosing investments wisely and all of these other things that go towards that future. And that's kind of what habits are. They're building up little by little by little to build up to what you want to be, what you want to accomplish, or what you want to become in the future. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Younger, Smarter, Better. If you want, you can find us online. You can find our blog, YouTube channel, and the podcast that you're listening to now. And if you are really interested, give us a review. Tell us what you think about it. Like, is it a good podcast? You know, what do you, what do you like so much? What are you learning? Tell us what you're learning because I'm really curious to see what you're taking away from all this information. This has been Christian, Adlita, and stay hungry for knowledge. Mm-hmm.